Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Sean Callahan today, some news in Nebraska football. The practice schedule is out and the media schedule out as well. we'll get Huge to, news. Which is, yeah, it's breaking news here in this area. <laughs> hey, you know what I saw this morning, though? What's that? We'll, get to, we'll get to our countdown in, to Ireland in, in a little bit. Today. Okay. But I saw that for Adam Schefter of ESPN this morning. We are today, right now, 50 days away from the NFL regular season Ooh, opener. 50. 5-0. Man, the summer flew by. I know. It's always fine when it flies by because that means football is here. Yeah. Is it always fine when it flies by? I mean, I I, I think as life has gone on, I've, the summer means less to me. <laughs> well, I enjoyed it. That I sounded kind of dark. I, well, it's not dark. I get away. I go on vacations. But, like, as a kid, you know, when you're in school, you live for the summer. Yeah. No school for three months, baby. Let's yeah. live it up. Yeah. And then August turns. I go, oh, no. We're going back to school. This oh, month. God, yeah. It's the worst. I can remember when the, when the, was it, yeah, the U.S. Open in New York would, when, when that would come around. Tennis Open? Tennis? Yeah. So yeah. it was late August. Yep. And that was always the signal that school was about to begin, and I would literally get a sick feeling in yeah. the pit of my stomach. What kid doesn't get that sick pit? I got that sick pit until I was about 41. Um, you weren't even in school until 41 years old. <laughs> I know. It was left residual sick pit. Yeah. Wow. It was residual. Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's how a much long residual. I did not like 20 school. plus years of I wasn't, college. I wasn't very good with school. I, uh, it's yeah, a long I mean, residual. Yeah, thank I hope you. you've recovered since then. And now the summer thing, I mean, Jake, I've told you these stories back in the day before the internet, five weeks off during the summer, five weeks yeah, that's off pretty, the That's pretty star. cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I can cool. see why I get a little bit of a you know weird feeling with that too, after yeah. five weeks off. Yeah. Oh boy, my it's time to work again. Talk about yeah, life changing, the internet squashed that. Screwed you. Yeah. Screwed you over. Back in the day, Jake, like if there was breaking news. Oh, back in the day. Here we go. Yeah, back in the day, pre-internet, breaking news. If there was breaking news, like say at 11 o'clock in the morning, write the story or maybe not write the story. Um, get everything toge- tonight, right? Get everything together. Go mow the lawn. <laughs> Come back. Eight o'clock. Yeah. I got two hours here before deadline. Be I'm, deadline. Yeah. I got, I got my reporting done. I'm going to leave for six hours. You could do it and then come back and ride it. Better times, man. Yeah. You, know, you could go to the lake. You could ride the hog for a while. Yep. I'll get to it tonight. Don't worry. Yeah, now if Have you're a nice not, big dinner. Yeah, now if you're not in front of your computer all the time, your colleagues are like, hey, um, did you see that uh, somebody's academic all Big Ten? Can you get that out there? I mean, <laughs> uh, um, do you got to be at your computer all the time? I guess you do now. I guess you do now. Got to be addicted to it now. No, I'm not. And I didn't yesterday. I Good. was on the hog all day. I'm, I'm happy for you. Um, okay. Okay. How do you want to approach this well, media access yes. topic? Well, I'll just go like this. Nebraska announced their football, their fall schedule for camp, for, 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 for a fall camp yesterday, and the media schedule sip. and For the season. For the season. Two. For both. For both. Fall camp and the season. Nebraska, you will not hear from... The assistants outside of Eric Shenander, Mark Whipple, and Bill Bush, and obviously Scott Frost, the head coach you'll hear from, but you will only hear from the assistants one time, and that is going to be at some time before the season. We don't have the exact date yet, I believe, on there. But no, it, do we have the exact date for that? They're going to be 
Jake. They're going to be available several times. Then the report I said was wrong. Yeah. The, the report I read was very wrong then. Yeah. What What is your your report on when the media will, will, will they will appear from the coaches, the assistants? Because I, was, I read something tip, different then. If you have a different report than me, that's news to me. Anyway, I mean, I think what you're getting at here is – I'll get to that. What you're getting at is – the fact the assistant coaches have been available during the regular season in recent years. They will not now. The assistant coaches, meaning the non-coordinators. Yes. So they, they will not be available during the season, and that caused somewhat of, I don't know, a minor dust-up yesterday, which is ridiculous. <laughs> now, this oh, is oh, where – Here we go. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, this is where you go to the guy driving through right From now. Albuquerque? Yeah. If we were on the radio – ranting about assistant coaches not being available during the regular season. What would a guy from Albuquerque be thinking? What the hell is wrong is with these people? these guys are talking about? What's wrong with these people? This is what the topic is? This this has got the media, uh, their browser furrowed. I mean, what, really? This is doing it? Why, why would you – Why in the first place, I've always wondered why those guys are available during the regular season. It doesn't happen anywhere. I mean, what place in the country has their inside linebackers coach <laughs> stand up in front of 30 reporters and address the, pro, the state of the program? Now, can you imagine if Nebraska this season is 4-3? Okay. 4-3. Okay. Okay, that would mean – that would mean that they probably lost to Oklahoma. Um, and, you know, maybe they lose to they lose at, at Rutgers and at Purdue in, in mid-October. They're four and three. Now, do you want Barrett Rude in front of 40 reporters addressing the state of the program? No, no. So he'll be because that's what would happen. Yep. That's what would happen. You would put your running backs coach, your first-year running backs coach, Brian Applewhite, in a position to talk about the head coaching situation. Because you know you know the reporters. They would, they would do that. And it would be inappropriate and awkward. So I don't know who made this decision, but whoever did made a good decision. You shouldn't have the assistance in a season like this. You shouldn't have an assistance. I've always thought it was odd. Like, what are we doing? Why, why, why is a receiver's coach talking to 40 reporters? <laughs> if I were a head coach, there's no way in the world that would happen. None. So I'm not complaining about it because it would be very hypocritical for me to do it. If I were a head coach, I wouldn't send my – especially in a season like this. We all know the situation, right? Yes, we do. But now, self, now selfishly, back, haven't, haven't you enjoyed having that extra content though, and hearing from those guys? We have enough content. There's players Listen, available. I'm not. I'm not against. I, I'm not like opposed to this at all. I'm with you on this. I, I think it is. If you're right, if Nebraska's in that instance, if Nebraska's four and three, they got to win two more games. They've had you know a couple sketchy losses at that point. Then, do you want Barrett Rude? Do you want Mickey Joseph talking you know about the team and the state of the program? I don't. I don't know if you do. I mean, you might have a bunch of different messages that come out right. that aren't what the head coach wants it to be, or the AD. I mean, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely, the head coach. What I mean, uh, if they were, 
I mean, I uh, kind of understand the assistance when things are going good. Um, yeah, sure. I put them out there. 7-0. Oh, yeah, what's going on, man? The reason Let's I – talk uh, it up. Okay, so here's what the media schedule is, though, in the preseason. The reason – this is what it says. Um, okay, Jake, Friday, July 29th. That, so we're, yep. you're, going, you're going to media days, as yes, am I. Yes, I'll be there. Big Ten media days in Indianapolis, which is Nebraska appears July 26th. Okay, and then when we get back that week, Friday will be the first media availability, and it will be Eric Shenander, selected defensive assistants and selected defensive players. Monday, August 1st, will be Whipple will be available after practice with selected offensive assistants. And then Bush on August 4th will be available with selected assistant coaches. Yeah, they're they're available. I don't know where you got that. There's one. I'll tell you during the break. Okay. That there is somebody had a big mistake here. Yeah. Then then on August eighth, it's Chenander and selected defensive yep. assistants. Um, on August tenth, it's Whipple with selected offensive assistants. Okay, this is a very errant report there by <laughs> yeah. a respected journalist. So yeah. I'll just say it. Leave it at that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know where why that where that would come from. Now I'll show you during the break. Um. So, yeah, I hope people understand that Nebraska gives more access to the media than probably, I'm going to say, 75% of the schools. We have incredible access. <laughs> we have, a, it's sort of a, we have an, sort of an embarrassment of riches at Nebraska. So when, when people complain about it, it's just, I'm just taken aback completely. Because it's incredible how much we get. The players, the players are available during the season on Mondays. A lot of the players. Then on Tuesdays again, they're available. That doesn't happen. I mean, we I, have enough. I bite my tongue all the time. Like, please don't complain, because because if you keep complaining, they're going to take it. They're going to keep taking it away. Yep. This isn't unprecedented, by the way. Pelini went to two coordinators available during the week, during the regular season, at least one year and maybe more than that. And you know you know what happened then? Then Beck went through a period where he wasn't talking, so it was just one coordinator available. And you know what? We all lived just fine. <laughs> we moved on. Yeah, it we was survived barely, the period. Well, it survived. It wasn't even a, in position. I mean, it wasn't I, – I didn't even – I didn't see it as something that was affecting our coverage gravely at all. So, yeah, I, I would ask get for, over. It. I would ask for anybody out there uh, who believes this is a big deal that you're not hearing from the assistants during the season. I don't think anybody does. I think there's some media that do. I, I would ask you if if there is that random person out there that believes that it's important to hear from all the assistant coaches at any given time. Why? Why? Did, why is that so important versus just hearing from the coordinators and the head coach himself? It doesn't happen anywhere. Four six four five six eight five. It sure the hell doesn't happen in NFL. Do you, do you ever see Dolphins assistants interviewed? No, nope, hardly ever. Ever. Very, very, very rare. Do you ask the question, man? I would love to hear today from the wide receivers coach. No. If they've had like eight drops in a game, maybe. I guess. But that's but that's about once in a blue moon. Right. Tell me, I'm wrong. On this, yeah, I'm with you as as a as a fan and not a person that covers it, as a fan of the Dolphins. I don't ever desire to hear from those coaches besides this, the coordinator, the head coach, and coordinators. Here's the thing: you will hear from the 
non-coordinator assistants this year. If you have to hear them, they're on Husker Sports Nightly on right. Thursdays. Yep, yep. So they, they will be available on Thursdays. I also understand this is a different place. I mean, and assistants are household names at Nebraska. I get that. Um, and and when I'm when, when we're discussing this subject right now, much of my position has to do with the nature of the season because of the because of the potential for awkwardness. It makes more sense not to have those assistants speaking for the program. In the and it doesn't even it's not necessarily. It's not necessarily that if it gets bad, then it's bad. It's just, even if it's going good, you don't necessarily want it because what's going to be the topic as the season goes on? Is Frost going to survive or is he not going to survive? And then, again, these guys would be in a position to answer some strange questions, in their, which they wouldn't really have any business answering. They shouldn't have any business answering, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, this – yeah, I we're just lucky that Whipple and Chenander will be available every week. Right. That's the from way I from the text line, Wet Blanket chimes in at four six four five six eight five. This is a little bit of a sarcastic tone to it. Without access to the assistant coaches, how will we ever learn about the domains of learning, selecting cigars, and preparing Italian food? <laughs> Without this information, we would be wasting our time focused on QB development. <laughs> Yeah, so I, think I mean, he's in the same there, boat as all. Here's the here. thing: like Mario Verduzco last season, during the season, Jake, he was only available once or twice, and we all got along just fine. Okay, Greg Austin was only available last season. I'd say in the last seven or eight weeks, once or twice. Okay, that that we're not going to miss that. That's not going to be something that's that detracts from coverage. That I don't look at it like, oh, Nebraska's really holding back now. I mean, they're they're really tightening up. <laughs> That's just, really, I'm just glad you have this this viewpoint on this. That you're not freaking out. You think it's dumb because I it frankly we, is dumb. I think we get a ton of access, is what I think. Like a ton of access. No, I you're, I'd be the last one. I've I've been amazed over the years, over the course of years. I've had this conversation with people many times. Over the course of 25 years, I've always been amazed at the amount of access we get. I mean, even in rough times, we're getting incredible access. And where I was, if I, I can, the, the reason I cannot go down the road of bitching there you go. about this is because if I were a head coach, I would tighten things down considerably here. There's too, there's, first of all, there's too much media. If, Anything that's said gets blown out of proportion. Anything of that's even close to controversial or questionable, it gets. I mean, it just becomes a freak show around here. <laughs> I would, I would limit it considerably. I mean, if and if, I mean, I hope. I mean, I would never probably share that with a head coach, any head coach here. But I, that's what I would do. So what is that? What does that look like if you? If what's what is coordinators at the most? Okay, coordinators at the most, um, which will be the case during the season. Yeah, I wouldn't go any further than that, and I would, I would, I would ponder why we're doing that a little bit. One voice is makes sense to me. I think you make the players available, um, for kind of for their, they can experience that i think it can be a gro- it can help their growth 
but I don't know. Would I, would I make it mandatory for Mark Whipple to talk? No, if he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. I, I, if Tim Beck didn't want to talk, there's a period where Tim Beck said, I'm not doing this. Probably got misquoted and said, and said I'm not doing this. Yep. And that, that was just fine. That was just if fine. You, if you damage what he said, but if he didn't say something that you reported he said, that's of course you lose Which the trust in the, the media. <laughs> of course it happens all the time. People hear what they want or they hear things wrong and don't double check and all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. So people Bad understand. Media out there. I had this conversation with a coach the other day. When, when Tom, was the, Tom Osborne was the coach, Jake, there would be three reporters, four reporters after practice. Okay? Four, maybe. If, if there was something going on, if there was some sort of controversy or some arrest, then it would ramp up and there might be five to ten reporters there, including the TV cameras. That's the, that's the, that's the most. But you see, you see where I'm going with this? Yes. He knew, Tom knew everybody. And then that was the same with Frank. He knew everybody. So if, if there was a, a problem, he knew exactly who to address. Now you go over there. You know what it looks like. There's 45 reporters over there. The head coach or whoever can't possibly know all of them. Nope. There's information mm-hmm. being being put out from all these different places. Some of it's just ridiculous, you know, and, and there's no real accountability. What I'm talking about is accountability. There was accountability. I mean, if I wrote something and it was wrong, I was going over the next day to talk to Tom Osborne anyway, right? Because I had to do I had to do that job. And yeah, there were times where after the little post practice session with Tommy, pull you aside and say, Hey, I I mean, I don't know where you got that, but that's not right. Or whatever. Whatever it was, he he'd he'd want to address it and he could address it right there. It never happens now because it'd be really awkward the way it's set yeah. up, right? It, very awkward. Yeah. And, and, and there are just 40 people there. The head coach can't possibly know who all those people are. Right? No. So there's the accountability is limited. Or now. read wherever the stuff's at. That's right. going there's, to. Yeah, that'd be a yeah. It'd be, that, would, that would never happen. Uh, let's get a call from Vince on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you? Vince, Vince in Northern California. How are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Uh, but anyhow, as, as far as the uh, assistant coaches and media availability, I mean, I remember, you know, when I was in, when I was in school, in Lincoln, back in the mid '90s. I mean, this was obviously when Nebraska football was uh, really at its uh, zenith, <clears throat> and. Um, and I remember all the position coaches being available, and, you know, and I didn't think any different at the time, but, of course, that was a different time because, you know, when everything's going great, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know that's just – it lends itself to uh, better times as far as extensive availability. But, you know, and after a while I didn't think anything of it. And then later on, you know, I, I covered uh, – I covered the Raiders as a freelance writer for a fan magazine. Now, that was just that was the total opposite as far as uh, media availability of the assistant coaches. I mean, they were generally available across the board during uh, during training camp. I mean, I remember talking to Bill Callahan numerous times in training camp, but once training camp ended, all the assistant coaches, you know, they just they weren't available. But um, 
But, you know, the way I see it is this. I mean, are they really going to say anything different than what uh, the coordinators or the head coach is going to say? Uh, Vince, so. Vince, hold on. Hold on, mm-hmm. Vince. No, hold on. Okay. They might. They might. Okay. Oh, it happens all the time. The messages get mixed. It can be really awkward, which is one reason I would why I wouldn't do it. Because, no, it sometimes you do get situations where – an assistant addresses a, a situation in a much different way than the head coach, and it's like, okay, wait, well, what's going on here? Yeah, that happens. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I can see, I can see, I can definitely see where it happens, but also more to the point. I mean, you know, you're talking about, you know, earlier the nature of this season and how things could potentially get awkward if uh, if Nebraska gets off to a less than ideal start. I mean, obviously, if we start out six and one, then yeah, get the feeling around the program and the state is going to be a lot different. But I would also add that you look at these, like with these new assistant coaches, you know, now, okay, I know Riola comes from the NFL, but in Chicago you have numerous other distractions, whether it's other pro teams or college teams in the area. Whereas in Nebraska, I mean, you know, the Huskers are NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, all rolled into one. And, and you definitely make a good point about how things are different in general now as far as, you know, media outlets are concerned because, you know, you're right. Back in the day there was only, you know, a handful of reporters, whereas now there's so many media outlets to where it almost resembles more of a uh, State of the Union address. But more than anything, so <laughs> since these coaches are new to this place and, you know, and it's probably a good idea to it's probably a good idea to have this. Whether you're an assistant coach, oh, whether you're a head coach, whether you're a coordinator, this is where you want to know where when it's time to kick off, it's time to kick ass. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter what's going on yes. at kickoff, right? That's right. It, what time is it? There he there he goes. <laughs> That's it's probably a walk better. off. It's a walk off. Vince is gone. <laughs> Oh, on his liner there. Some needed levity. Yes. Uh, let's see from the text line. I imagine my take is not all that popular. Oh, it's popular. No, oh, no really? one really, no one really wants the access. They don't really. Well, need well now, it. hold on. It's not okay. Now, I don't want the access. I would. It'd be fine. I'd I said take need. it. You don't need the access. Yeah. yeah. There's a difference between wants and needs. It's nice. It'd be nice to have Mickey Joseph standing over there talking, you know, on Tuesdays. And then the next week having Donovan Rayola over there, especially if the offensive line struggled or had a really good week. Then you want to hear from him. It's nice. But why can't you talk to Frost about that and Whipple about that? And it's that's sufficient. Or the players themselves who are involved. It's not necessary is what I'm saying. It's not. And it's not. I don't look at it as Nebraska. Oh God, here's Nebraska limiting access again. Oh my God, jeez, go, just look around the country. It doesn't. Ask Rick Kaczynski how many times, as an assistant coach at Iowa, he spoke to the media. It was probably like zero during the season. Hell, zero during Kirk the season. Perseverance is the voice. Yeah, he's the voice. Yeah. Of Iowa. And that's maybe an he speaks ex- for them. extreme example, but Saban assistants don't talk to the media. I mean, Nebraska's an extreme example the other way. 
the access is we get extremely good access. So I cringe when I see these guys on social media belly aching about this. Like, wait, be careful. Yeah, by here. the way, the, yeah, for those asking, this is not out of nowhere. There, there was belly aching yesterday on social media. Yeah. This is not just us making stuff up. Yeah, well, we're addressing the belly aching, which we believe is ridiculous. It's it. Well, it's. I just say you have to be careful with that because we're we're getting incredibly good access. You're not entitled to all this access. No, just because you're in the the media. When they were letting us wanted, they were letting us watch practice. I thought it was incredible. I mean, it was incredible what we were getting. So I never complain about it. I know other guys who cover other teams that say, "God, you guys got it made. You have it made." Uh, UNL student Cole, 19-year-old Cole, Hi, says, Cole. thank you for not being like the other medias who had a panic attack on Twitter about this. Strange. I I don't get it. You got to take a step back and take a breath and think for a second before you just react and just have a panic attack, which is what happened yesterday. There's no need for it. I don't know what the psychology is I don't there. either. I, Complain about anything? If yeah. it doesn't go what you want? Right. You know, if, it doesn't, if it's not perfect, then... Right, For, uh, your your so your perfect. Excuse me. Run to Twitter and yep. bitch yeah. and moan. That's what we do. A little bit. Not not we. I don't. But that, that that's a lot of what the world is now, right? Uh, Mike in Kansas says, "How is this an issue to people? I don't care who talks, just win games and all is well." Well, we do care who talks. You you want accountability from your head coach, right? Well, of course, the, the head coach always talks, though. right? But do you even need it from the the coordinators, though? It's nice. I need it, but it is nice. Yeah, it's okay. Now that's a discussion. I would say yes on that, and I have said yes on that. We're very glad to have access to it. I think you. I think they probably should be available. The coordinators, Jake, especially after games. I I don't deny that. I'm just. I'm just saying. Is it completely necessary? Like it's not completely. Scott Frost is vital to hear from him. Yeah, yeah. Well, got to hear from Scott. There's no situation in which the head coach would be off limits. Um, as far as the coordinators go, I think they should be available. The coordinators, highly paid, paid higher than the assistants. Mm-hmm. There's a they're higher rank, um, and it does give you. And they, if you know, in a program, any any program, any organization, you do want consistent me- consistent messages, right? You do. Now. A head coach and the coordinator should be able to have a consistent message. Now, when you get down to, then when you get down to the, to the position coaches, the message can get muddled, and and frankly, sometimes it's just different. That's you don't want that as the head coach. You don't want mixed messages coming from from the top of your program. Right. If you just limit it to now, this is the way I would think if I were a head coach. If you just limit it to head coach and coordinators. Let's be on the same page, guys. Yep. Harder to do that with this if you're if you're letting eight assistants go up there. On that point, Doc chimes in D O C K in the text line says, "I've always thought they they had way too many voices in the program anyway, and it's hurt them. It's about time Scott learned that not everyone needs to be heard to have a clear message." Right. I agree, Doc. I, I've Doc. I've long thought that too. I and I go way back on this. See, here's the thing, though, Doc. Nebraska is unique in a, in a good way in that those assistants are like more like household names. It's not that way everywhere. I mean, I don't know, pick a program where, where, where it's a little like Washington, the Washington Huskies. I'll bet you the assistant coaches aren't household names in the state of Washington, right? 
too much other things oh going God. on. Yeah, probably people, not. People aren't clamoring to hear from the Washington Huskies receivers coach, right? Yeah, I would assume not. I doubt the media gets on Twitter and says, oh, God, we can't talk to the inside linebackers coach. I mean, no. They're not household names. No. Here's different. This place it, is extreme. Yeah, it, well, and, it go, and not in necessarily a bad way. It goes back – hey, I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, Jake, you, there's no way you could know stuff like this, but – you know, when Osborne was the coach, you know what would happen? Okay, Saturdays, they'd play the game during the fall. You know what they did? Now, you could do this back then because there was only two or three reporters involved. They would make a, an, a different assistant coach available every Sunday morning. And you would go over, okay. the World Herald and the Lincoln Journal Star, would go over to that coach's office at Memorial Stadium. Ron Brown, Milt Teniper, George Darlington, Charlie McBride, whoever it was, whoever is designated that that uh, weekend, and that would be that would be your Monday story. It was it was excellent. Hmm. Now people are going to say, "Well, wait a second. Now you're really you're being a hypocrite. You're changing your tune." It was different then because there were only two or three reporters involved. You couldn't do that now because oh you couldn't you fit in forty into an yeah, office. Yeah, you couldn't fit into their office. There'd be There'd be a minimum of 12 to 15 reporters over there. You can't do that. I mean, it's just not it, – it's logistically impossible now. So it was it was different. So a lot of my thinking has changed just because of the number of reporters involved now. You have, you have websites with that send six reporters to practice. Yep. Legitimately. Oh, I know. I'm very aware of it. I've, yeah. seen, I've seen it. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of it, a lot of my opinion is, has has just changed because of the sheer amount of people that are covering the program. Yes, does that make sense? To you? Yeah, I'm glad we got that out. Does that you. make sense? It makes a lot of sense. No, no reason, no me. You don't need to freak out, people or media. It's everything's gonna be fine. We, you'll hear enough from the coaches and the coordinators this year. We'll all be, we'll all survive together. And and. To be clear, the uh, the assistant coaches are available on Thursday nights on Husker Sports Nightly. You know, one a week. That's what we get as a, a mass of reporters is one a week or two a week. One a week. So that's that's where we're at. Sean Callahan next on Early Break in the Ticket.